You're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi, episode number 417. For December 30th, 2012. This is Rick Moyer, Moyer777 from the Treks and Sci-Fi Forums. And today, we're going to be taking a look back at 2012, the last time we will, because it's the last episode of the year. So stick around. You might find out something really cool that you didn't know about maybe some of the folks that guest hosted, because this last year was a brand new experiment from Rico Dosti. He did every other episode of Treks and Sci-Fi and let the people on the forums and other podcasters jump in and do a program themselves every every other week. So this could be very cool. Stick around. You're going to hear some great parody songs uh, for the year. You're going to hear some fun little guest spots of, uh, you know, different things that happened during the year. And we're going to have a fun look back at the year 2012 on Treks in Sci-Fi. Keep me informed. Go home. 
quite starkly protocol. I don't have any place to stir. I'm sorry. Ma'am. Ma'am is acceptable to crunch, but I prefer Captain. And there you go. That's a little song from the episode of Treks and Sci-Fi number 366, which aired on January 15th, 2012, covering the Voyager episode, Hope and Fear. So, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. And, of course, on that episode, also, Brian, our buddy from the forum, Brian, Brian, who's going to have a baby. Well, Brian's not. His wife is. But that's, you know, how that works. Anyway, uh, he reviewed a Battlestar Galactica beer stein. So if you want to go back and check that out, you can. Of course, there were several right in a row there that were really a lot of fun. Uh, the next week, we had our guest podcast from Dave Kill from the forums, and he did uh, an overview of Babylon 5, one of our favorite uh, science fiction shows here at the Moyer household. We really enjoyed that that series, and Dave did a wonderful job of uh, going through it and playing all sorts of cool clips and talking all about Babylon 5. You have to check that out. And that was number 367. And then a really kind of a neat thing that uh, Rico did on January 29th, to end up January, he did a really fun episode on the year... 1985 and all the different cool movies and science fiction things that came out in 1985. Then first thing in February, number 369 from our buddies Al and Brian, their very first review of Alien. Check it out. Well, you can tell by the way our ship is docked on a space explorer, astronaut. Space is cold and the suit is warm. Check it out, could be a life form. Venture in, it's okay. Turn on the light and look this way. Big statue and crazy sound. There's a big cavern underground. Be chased by a mother or an alien mother. You're staying alive, staying alive. See the slime dripping and the people all slipping. And we're staying alive, staying alive. Hi, 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 hi. Staying alive, staying alive. I try, 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 try. Staying alive. Hi. 
Well, now it's over my head and over my eyes. Attached to my face, I'm just a gal. Coming to dinner with an ache in my gut. A bloody C-section, junior pops with a cut. You know it's real gross, it's scary. Another crew made for us to bury. We can't run, or we can't hide. But while those teeth and the ones inside be chased by another or an alien mother, we're staying alive, staying alive. See the slime dripping and the people all slipping and we're staying alive, staying alive. I, 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 staying alive, staying alive. I try, 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 staying alive. Frontier in about six weeks. With a little luck, the network will pick me up. This is Ripley, last survivor of the Nostromo. Signing off. So February was a, a great, great month in 2012 because Rico did a classic, ever classic, DS9 episode uh, called To the Death. And then we had another guest host, and this time our buddy Joe from the Upper Memory Block podcast, by the way, cool podcast, Joe, did a great one on something called Battletech TV. That's right. He was the guest host, and he took us through that animated TV series, Battletech. He also talked about the Old Republic MMO game, as well as including a book review. Absolutely awesome stuff. And we hope everybody enjoyed that show. And, of course, then we jumped into a really fun subject that a lot of us like, and that is superheroes, as Rico reviewed Justice League. 
The big guy's heart's in the right place, but give me a break. I'm the fastest man alive. I always thought it was merely a legend. I assure you, it's as real as the ground on which we stand. I am Diana, Princess of the Amazons. Pinch me, I must be dreaming. Ow! What's this all about? Over the past few months, I've detected several security breaches in our global deep space monitoring network. There's more to this than meets the eye. I'd like to stay and look into it, but I'm expected back in Metropolis. telepathically summoned Look, I'm usually pretty quick on the uptake, but would someone please tell me what the heck is going on here? Most impressive. But what's it got to do with us? I once thought I could protect the world by myself. But I was wrong. Working together, we saved the planet. And I believe that if we stayed together as a team, we would be a force that could truly work for the ideals of peace and justice. What? Like a bunch of super friends? More like a Justice League. Do you have any idea how corny that sounds? Next up was our wonderful, cool friend from the UK, Mr. Meds himself. And he did a really interesting... Um, review of a show that I had never really heard of before called Brimstone. And he did a great job at it. In fact, as I listened to him, I thought, man, I would really like to uh, catch a few episodes of that and check it out. So that was that was a cool one. And then Rico did something really cool on the next one. Rico interviews Star Trek author and producer and writer and, and, and just all about around Star Trek fan and, and a great guy that we uh, talked over Skype last weekend. Larry Nemechek, and that interview is coming up, and it's more of a discussion than really an interview. And Larry's got some new projects, a film project that he's working on, and a couple other things that we talk about over about an hour-long period, and I think all of you are going to really enjoy it. So sit back, relax, and here comes the show. And then on March 11th, we had the classic TOS episode, Who Mourns for Adonis? I don't know if I ever say that correctly, but uh, that was a cool, cool episode, and we had a lot of really great uh, discussion there. I know I say discussion, but uh, usually just one person talks about it or a pair of people talk about this particular episode. Uh, but in this case, Rico covered it and did a great job. And of course, we always, I always like the classic episodes, the TOS episodes reviewed by Rico because it seems to be his first love. So it's always good to hear what he thinks about it. The week after that, we were privileged to have guest host Jedi Jeff, that's right, from the forums, Jedi Jeff, jumped in and did a great episode on the movie Titan A.E. Excellent one. You might want to check that out. Uh, That was episode number 376. Then a, a great look at the Enterprise episode, Sleeping Dogs. That's a Klingon episode, of course, and uh, a lot of fun. And uh, Rico did it justice. Um, I want to talk about a very, very interesting thing that, as a Star Trek fan, is was really a privilege to be able to get to read, and I, I'm so excited about being able to present it to you. Uh, as many of you know, uh, Sebastian Pruth has been on the program before with Rico, and he is the producer of The Continuing Mission, 
which is just a fantastic audio series um, done about Star Trek. Just did a bang-up job on it. Just fantastic stuff. Anyway, him and I are friends, and we talk on Facebook uh, quite a bit here and there. I mean, we go for a stretcher once in a while, but it's always fun to talk and chat on Skype and also on on Facebook. And uh, a while back, he let me read something that I was just... I just loved it, and I had to share it with you, my fellow Treks and Sci-Fi listeners. And that is, he had an outline for a script that was going to be used, or they were going to try to use it, on Enterprise. Would have been, well, I'll explain it all. I've, I've, I've got the whole thing here, so I'm going to go through the different things about it, uh, the plot of the, the show, who the writers were. Uh, some of the casting direction that they were headed on and everything. I got in quite a bit of trouble for that one since it was on April 1st. And if you listen all the way through the show, you'll find out what the show was all about. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Then, of course, the cool next one was called The Terminator. Yes, that's right, The Terminators. We got to hear all about the movies, the Terminator movies, and it was a lot of fun. I'll be back. I'll, 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 I'll be back. Thank you, Sarah, for your courage through the dark years. I can't help you with what you must soon face except to say that the future is not set. You must be stronger than you imagine you can be. You must survive or I will never exist. Come with me if you want to live. Hasta la vista, baby. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. Until you are dead. I swear I will not kill anyone. I came across time for you, Sarah. I love you. I always have. I'll be back.
I'll be back. Cyborgs don't feel pain. I do. Don't believe me. Just let me go. Listen and understand. That Terminator is out there. Hi, Geeky Type fans. We're back. We are back. Yes, we are. I am Al, Quad Shot from the forums, and I have the incredible privilege of co-hosting the second installment of the Alien franchise with my great, geeky, shirtless friend, Brian. And this time, it's war. <laughs> I hope no you're wearing nice a shirt. <laughs> no more one little alien running around scaring everybody. Nah. This time we're bringing back some superior firepower, and it's time to go bug stomping. That's right. We're gonna squash them nasty little bugs. Wait, that's a different movie. That's a that's a Star uh, Ship Troopers with the bugs, right? Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, I love that. That's a great movie. We that's, should do that sometime. I think we should. I think we should just stick with this whole that alien thing. So that movie's so underrated. These guys are hysterical and. They came back to do another episode of Treks and Sci-Fi by reviewing the second movie, Aliens, with an S at the end. And they did a great job. And if you like uh, those movies, it's definitely a must-listen. In fact, if you, you'll see that during the course of this year, they go all the way to the newest film in the franchise called Prometheus. So very, very fun. Next on the, the docket here is podcast number 381, a classic again of the next generation, A Matter of Time. Rico covers this show that has, of course, the star that does the Pink Panthers voice, uh, Matt. I don't even know how to say his last name, and neither does Rico. So you have to check that out. It's quite a good podcast. Welcome to Treks and Sci-Fi. This is episode 382 for Sunday, April 29th, 2012. Hello everyone, this is Mark Daniels from the Great Pacific Northwest. I'm M5 on the Treks and Sci-Fi forum. Today I'm going to be doing a movie review of the Disney classic, The Black Hole. Stay tuned as we journey in, through, and beyond the black hole. The music you hear in the background is the main title theme. So enjoy the music, and I'll be right back with some movie information. Pretty cool stuff there, and our buddy Mark Daniels did a great job on The Black Hole. Do you remember that movie when we were kids? Oh, my gosh. It was so cool. Of course, now they look at it, it's kind of cheesy, but it was really awesome for the time and awesome music, and it was really cool to see on the big screen in the theater when I was a kid. Very, very fun. Next week uh, after that was number 383 from Rico. 
he covered the Voyager episode, Hunters. The week after that, he got together with uh, several people from the forum and did a wonderful uh, Skype chat. Every once in a while, he does that and gets a bunch of us from the forum together on uh, Skype and then just talks away about the latest movies and collectibles and everything else that's going on in the world of geekiness. So if you want to catch up on what was talked about, you can always head over to the forum and click on, of course, it's on iTunes and on Stitcher too, but uh, just look up number 384 for May 13th, 2012. Now, on May 20th, a really fun team of Jen and from, uh, from Anomaly Podcast, our buddy Jen, and also Meds from the forums, uh, who does all sorts of other podcasts like Waffle On and the MASH 4077, and just a great guy all around. They did a really interesting episode um, called Perfect Creature. And they discuss, it's like a steampunk, dieselpunk vampire film. And uh, the review is loaded with all sorts of humor and information on the movie that they suggest you rent rather than buy because it wasn't that great of a movie. But it was a fun review. I listened to the whole thing and loved every minute of it. Okay, the next week then on May 27th, 2012, uh, Treks and Sci-Fi number 386 was a really fun event covering the Motor City Comic Con in Michigan. There was some talk about TV finale, season finales, and a little bit of Trek news and some movie discussion. And then, of course, uh, he went down all the different cons uh, conventions that would be uh, going on during the summer of 2012. That was a lot of fun. Then the next week, you got a lot. You got to have lots of fun, of course, because my buddy, my buddy, Chris Clemente, who now I do a podcast called The Ragtag Fugitive Fleet with, shameless plug, he did an episode of Treks and Sci-Fi with me called Apes, Apes. And, of course, we covered the Planet of the Apes franchise, which was just an absolute blast, including the song. Oh, help me, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. What's wrong with me? I think you're crazy. Want a second opinion? You're all so lazy. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas. Oh, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Can I play the piano anymore? Of course you can. Well, I couldn't before. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Oh, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas. You're listening to the Treks and Sci-Fi Podcast with Rico Dosti and friends, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. Well, of course, time marched on, and after the Guest Apes podcast, Rico jumped in and did a great two-parter from DS9 called The Maquis. That is a, a really cool plot point to Deep Space Nine, which was just a great series. I miss it. Don't you miss Deep Space Nine? It was so good. But now, thanks to Netflix, those of us in the United States and I think part of Canada. Yeah? Yeah? Am I right? Hey? I don't, I'm not sure. But I think most of us can get every episode of Star Trek right on Netflix. 
I'm so sorry to our uh, out of the states listeners, folks in the UK and everything. I'm sorry, but I understand that you can get your hands on some different things. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so on we went, and again. Uh, the boys were back, and they were back quickly this time. Uh, but Al and Brian came back for episode number three eighty nine, Alien Three. Bum 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 bum. My music inserted, and then Rico jumped in and did a really cool episode called the uh, This Island Earth. Remember that movie? Uh, I think it was there was a remake of it and all that jazz, but. Uh, he actually covered the 1955 film, uh, This Island Earth. There was some geek news that he shared. There's some fun topics that he did, and everybody enjoyed that episode quite a bit. But it was just fascinating to talk about some of the older sci-fi films that have been remade, you know. But back in the day, some of these these shows were just absolutely amazing, and Rico did a great job covering that great movie. Now... Uh, after this island Earth happened, I know it sounds like it was too early for us for this to happen again, but Chris and I teamed up again. We got our DVD players out and watched the classic sci-fi episode, episode uh, movie called Enemy Mine. Remember that one? Yeah. Well, we covered it in depth and had a really good time talking about the the uh, the movie, the special effects, some great behind the scenes stuff, and the budget and all that jazz. And if you are a fan of Enemy Mine, you want to listen to the podcast because it was cool. And that was episode number 391 on July 1st. Then one of the best all-time, I, in my opinion, TOS episodes, Requiem for Methuselah. And this, of course, was uh, covered by Mr. Rico Man, who also talked about the amazing Spider-Man movie briefly during this particular episode, and it was a, an awesome classic look at a TOS episode. I don't know what they are about them, Rico, but I love the TOS look. When you do it, you just cover it so well, and I feel like I'm in the in the show, and I get to learn all sorts of cool stuff about it. And and I, I sometimes I don't agree with everything you say about it, but I think it's really good the perspective that you have on it because you are a long time Trek veteran. That's what you are. And then, of course, why not jump in to uh, something that's so fun? Ladies and gentlemen, Dave comes back in 2012 with the 1997 film Starship Troopers. Armed with this new information, the fleet has gone back to look for the brain bug. Once again in a low orbit and surprisingly closely spaced in a tight formation, they make an easy target for the plasma bugs who are firing into the group as we speak. Come on, people, space is huge, spread out. The effects in this 15-year-old movie are still pretty cool, as you can see in these newly refitted ships getting cut to ribbons again. The Roger Young isn't so lucky this time. In orbit, it's heavy and lumbering and makes for an easy target. As the crew prepares to get underway, up from the planet comes a plasma ball that cuts the ship right now. Get us clear for warp number two. Clear in five, four. Shading star drive three. in five. And of course, we always like it when Dave Kill does a cool podcast because he rocks it. 
Well, then Rico went into episode number 394 on July 22nd, covering movie music, all sorts of great soundtracks to different movies. Yeah, that's probably, uh, it may be fairly recognizable because it's fairly recent. That's from the, the second Deathly Hallows movie. It's a track uh, on there. I think it's track nine. Yeah, it's nine. And it is uh, called Statues. That would be near the, you know, when the f- battle in Hogwarts is all starting to happen. Again, that's by the composed and conducted by Alexandre Desplat. Uh, there. Screwed up his name, I'm sure, again. <laughs> I'm sorry. The planet is Arrakis, also known as Dune. He who controls the space controls the universe. Stop fear. Here's the mind killer, and here's the little death that brings total liberation. But sire, we can't leave all this spice. Damn the spice. Get out of there. The Duke will die before these eyes, and he'll know, he'll know that it is I, then Vladimir Harkonnen, who encompasses his doom. This is genocide, the deliberate and systematic destruction of all life on Arrakis. We Fremen have a saying. God created Arrakis to train the faithful. One cannot go against the word of God. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Treks and Sci-Fi Podcast number 395. My name is Chris Clemente, and with me is Brian, Brian Dunn. That's right, Brian Dunn. He's, who, he's actually, who actually lives on Arrakis. That's um, right. I was going to say that. As soon as I moved to Phoenix, I felt like I am a Fremen. <laughs> I found my inner Fremen here on, in, the, in the dunes of Phoenix. Two hours, Mr. Tucker. So they're trying to increase speed. Get... The captain told the Cindy, we try to knock these things out. He didn't say anything about demolishing Enterprise in the process. Has it occurred to you what's going to happen if Captain Archer fails? If Earth is destroyed? Every day. Good. Then you've already come to the conclusion that without humanity, there's no one to combat these sphere builders. Their expanse will continue to grow, encompassing one system after another, including Vulcan. Your world is no longer the only one in jeopardy. Two hours. Well, there you go. Uh, Rico covered the program Zero Hour on number 396. Remember the Nazi Nazi aliens. On August 12th, the Ricardo family covered Logan's Run. And then Rico covered The Greatest American Hero on August 19th. Look at what's happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Suddenly I'm up on top.
then on August 26th, my friend Chris from Florida and I covered the Battlestar Galactica pilot called Saga of Star World. We enjoyed doing that cast so much that we actually branched off and did our own podcast. So Chris and I have a podcast called the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. Hi, this is Chris. And this is Rick. And we're the hosts of the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. We're celebrating the original Battlestar Galactica series, and we're doing that by... uh watching an episode in total and commenting on it as it runs. And you know what's really fun about it is we're attempting to bring guest hosts in with us so that we can talk kind of like that mystery science theater kind of thing. And we sometimes we make a little fun of the episode, and sometimes we talk about how cool it is, so you just never know what you're going to get when you listen. Yes. So come and join us. We're on iTunes. You can find us by searching for Ragtag Fugitive Podcast, and we're on the Stitcher Radio Network. You also can visit our cool website and make comments and have fun looking around in the officer's lounge and all that jazz by going to ragtagfugitivepodcast.com. You have our word as a warrior. Word as a warrior! Plank down your cubits and come on over and let's play a game of Pyramid, the Ragtag Fugitive Podcast. By your command. And that was episode number 399, which we covered the Battlestar stuff. Well, a very big and momentous thing occurred during the year of 2012, and that, of course, was the 400th episode of Treks in Sci-Fi. We can't believe how many years it's been going on. Seven years of wonderful, geeky stuff coming out every week, all about Trek and sci-fi and geeky goodness. I'm telling you what, what a great Podcast, And so we all celebrated together on a live seven-year, 400th anniversary podcast, and we had a total blast. You're listening to the seven-year anniversary special of Treks in Sci-Fi with your host, Rico Dosti. All right. Well, here we are. It is a little after 1 o'clock on September the 2nd, 2012, and we are all gathered here to have uh, a celebration for podcast number 400 and also the seventh anniversary of Treks and Sci-Fi. The guy we all know loves sci-fi, shares his show, been recording his podcast for seven. When he podcasts, he knows all the geeks and Starfleet clothes. 
With a word he wins collectibles on eBay. There's some swords on his wall As you walk down his hall Cause you know he likes both star franchises Every week on the net The audio is sent And the masses all download his podcast You don't know 
Trex and Sci-Fi, episode number 401. Joe here. You may know me as BillyBob476 on the forums and as myself, Joe Mastriani, over on the uh, on the Facebook group. Uh, I've guest hosted a couple of times before and I am really, really excited to be back again. And in fact, I'm actually somewhat honored to, uh, to be kicking off year seven and the 400s of the Trex and Sci-Fi podcast. So thanks for that opportunity right off the bat, Rico. And on top of that, I, I didn't get a chance to be there last week for the big live show, so I will say it right now, happy seven years, Rico. I love the Treks and Sci-Fi podcast, uh, I, I love the community that grew up around it, and participating and contributing to the show when I can, and all of my great friends over there on the forum and on the Facebook group. So again, happy birthday, Treks and Sci-Fi, happy, happy, happy seven years, and uh, you know, let's look at, at at least seven more. It was so great to hear from Joe. He is an awesome podcaster, and of course, he has his own 
podcast called the Upper Memory Block Podcast, and you can hear him talk about retro games for the PC and all sorts of fun things like that. So I remember playing the games that he talked about on this particular episode of Treks and Sci-Fi number 401 and uh, remembering a bunch of different things that I did trying to figure out all the puzzles and the different things that you had to do was a lot of fun. So check it out. Now, going on to episode number 402, 402, Rico was back in the saddle again, and this time he covered the classic episode of TNG 11001001. And we all know that one as uh, Minuet on the holodeck and the, the binars and uh, all that. That's a cool, cool episode, one of my favorites. And it was actually from the first year, which is really interesting because I know a lot of people don't like the first year episodes. I do, but anyway, I like this episode quite a bit because we got to see a lot of really cool things. And uh, yeah, it was a great episode, so you have to go check out what Rico had to say about it. A numbered title on the show I can still remember how A refit of the Enterprise computer style the crew they had to leave, yes, all Walk across the space dock hall And hang out on the star base for a while We left the ship to pasty twins Dressed in velour with tiny chins Wesley tried to talk to them Were they women? Were they men? They told us they were binaries, worked in pairs and weren't real hairy. But something didn't feel right inside the day they stole the Enterprise. So my, oh my, binary guys had to hide, stole a ride. Or they could all die Full Picard and Riker In a holodeck high Saying let's go to warp speed And let's fly Yeah let's go to warp speed And let's fly Do you remember the look on the face When the Enterprise Shot into space Data freak Jordy look concerned and also that guy looked like the captain Was completely baffled by what just happened They plotted the course to the binary homeworld Back on the ship, things were set Riker visited the holodeck Met a girl that made him dance The holodeck in hands He was number one this girl and played his trombone to jazz music with a disco ball today they stole the ship so my oh my my merry guys had to hide stole the ride or they could all die pull the card and write her in a holiday high let's go to warp speed and let's fly Let's go to warp speed and let's fly. Turns out their computers broke, yet they are a peculiar folk. Instead of asking, they 
simply take With their plan and dying nothing live They use the ship as a big hard drive To reboot the planet and make it alive And while the guys they hedge their bed Riker dance with Minuet Fred speaking with Picard Distracting them is not hard And while speeding at port speed 9 Making up for borrowed time A justified thieving crime The day they stole the ship So my, oh my, my to hide, stole a ride, or they could all die. Full Picard and Riker in a holiday night. Say, let's go to warp speed and let's fly. Go to warp speed and let's fly. Picard and Riker recognize the ruse and question Min then for some news. She just smiled and told him what she knew. They went up to the bridge real fast Found the binaries crashed They realized they had to work as a team And on the planet they sprang to life The deadened computers turned on their lights Computer language was spoken They fixed all that had broken Riker searched just as he feared His perfect lady disappeared I think it's why he grew a beard The day they stole the ship They were singing My, oh my, binary guys Had to hide, stole a ride Or they could all die Full Picard and Riker in a holiday high. Let's go to warp speed and let's fly. Let's go to warp speed and let's fly. My, oh my, binary guys had a hide, stole a ride, or they could all die. Full Picard and Riker in a holodeck high Let's go to warp speed and let's fly Ah, yes. Binary Guys. That's one of the parodies that I I do over at StarTrekParodies.com. Absolutely free website where you can download all sorts of geeky goodness and all sorts of cruel music. No, cool music. It's not that cruel, I don't think, unless, of course, you don't like my voice. And then it's really cruel. Joke, just joking there. Anyway, it's really fun. You'll like it. Lots of great songs. Now, of course, I haven't been doing as many parody songs as of late because I've been super, super busy uh, in my business, which, by the way, if you want to get down to it, Trex and Sci-Fi has been awesome for me because it allowed me to uh, branch into some of the things that I really like to do in audio recording. And now, Instead of doing what I used to do, I started a new career in doing voiceovers and music and all sorts of other things. And uh, a lot of it is uh, the, the, the uh, I just owe a lot of thanks to Rico and, and everybody here at Trex and Sci-Fi because you guys 
are very supportive and help me, uh, you know, just jump out and start doing something I love to do. And it's uh, starting to work good. Just this this week, I worked on video game music and podcast music and all sorts of other things. And, of course, you heard the brand new theme song at the very beginning. I did that as well uh, on a brand new system that I'm leasing and uh, working with in my business. And I'm loving every minute of it. So thank you, Rico, and everybody else at Trex and Sci-Fi and the forums. If you're not a member of the forum yet, you listen to the podcast, but you're not part of the community, you're missing out. We have some of the most nice people on the planet. They are really cool people that share very same interests. I mean, we all enjoy Star Trek. We all enjoy sci-fi. We all enjoy fantasy. And and it's really neat to have a supportive network of people from all over the world that talk all about their favorite things as far as geeky people are concerned. And it's really, really a great place. Check it out over at treksandsci-fi.com slash forum. It's treksandsci-fi.com slash forum. If you go to treksandsci-fi, you'll see forum at the top. You just click on it. Uh, and if you want to register to be on the forum, all you have to do is get a hold of Rico at uh, treksf at gmail.com. That's treksf at gmail.com. And he'll sign you up for the forum. And you can join our our happy group of people. We have a great time. I'm telling you, we do, we do. And speaking of do, which rhymes with who... <laughs> That's right. Next episode happened to be episode number 403, a very unique and cool episode from Chris. I, I think, Chris, how many times have you been on Treks and Sci-Fi in the year 2012? This is your breakout year, isn't it? Yeah, Chris Clemente, what a cool guy. We really appreciate him around Trex and Sci-Fi because he's really fun to talk with. And it's really great to hear him talk about some of his favorite things, which is well, most of the stuff is our favorite things, so it's kind of fun. But Meds, our buddy from the UK, and Chris got together and did a question and answer session on Doctor Who. So everything you wanted to know about Doctor Who and more, which is really, really a great episode. I learned a ton about Doctor Who. My wife is now watching Doctor Who, and I can't believe it's happening. And then we go on to episode number 404 on September 30th. None other than the Rico Meister himself covering some classic things. He absolutely loves these series, and I know a lot of people do. He covered the classic series Hercules and Xena, the Warrior Princess. Sky Captain and the World of Tomorrow. That was a movie trailer for this week's Dare to Dream, episode number 405 of Trek in Sci-Fi. Greetings, Trex and Sci-Fi fans. This is Dave, or Dave Kill on the forums. And I've got a rather remarkable story to share with you. But first, I'd like to give a big thanks to Rico for lending me his captain's chair again to guest host the show. Captain, I suggest Vulcan Mind Probe. Tell me how your planet Vulcan looks on a lazy evening when the moon is full. The Vulcan has no moon, as it were. I'm not surprised. Party spot is on the ship tonight. Everybody have a 
Illogical. 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 Energize. In the blue, party spot. Looking at his right, that geeky jug, huh? Non-stop GPS the spot. Check us at the course like it's all he's got. The skin is green in any light. Tight shirt, brown scarf to the left and right. Half this, half that, not a monster. Peace, long life, live long and prosper. Yo! I'm running through these corridors on fire. Hanging with Kirk Homie, no, I cannot be a liar. We party spot! Yeah, that's the crew I'm serving. Let's buy the Enterprise now. Stop that swerving. Hey, Hardy Spock is on the ship tonight. Everybody have a logical time. And he's gonna make you lose your mind. Everybody make the book inside. Hardy Spock is on the ship tonight. Everybody have a logical time. And he's gonna make you lose your mind. He just wants to hear you. Every day I'm shuttling. Shuttling, shuttling. Be my fast and be the first one to make me share this glass. Romeo Mayo, don't be mad now. Stop! Emotions are bad. Trouble is up ahead. Don't mess set. around. We just want to see more now. Party Spock here on the Trex and Sci-Fi Podcast. Year-end look back at 2012 special. Yeah, it was a great year for Trex and Sci-Fi with lots of great episodes. Well, now the next one was one of my favorite Voyager episodes of all time called Blink of an Eye. And this is the one where Voyager becomes the skyship and is in the sky and they watch the civilization go through time periods. Very cool episode. Trex and Sci-Fi podcast number 407 for October 21st, 2012. 
planet. G-Force, Princess, Tiny, Heop, Mark, Jason, and watching over them from center Neptune, their computerized coordinator, Seven Zark Seven, watching, warning against surprise attacks by alien galaxies beyond space. young orphans protecting Earth's entire galaxy. Always five, acting as one. Dedicated, inseparable, invincible. And of course, that was our buddy Jeff Job, or Jedi Jeff from the forums, doing an awesome job on Battle of the Planets. Where is this Trexan Sci-Fi Podcast? I just can't believe this is the right place. What was that? My mind is playing tricks on me. Oh no, please no. That must be it. That large what? You've got to be kidding me. That large castle over there? Welcome to the Tricks in Sci-Fi Podcast, everyone. I am Eureko, your scary host for this week. This special sci-fi, scary Halloween podcast edition of Treks in Sci-Fi. And that is all I will do with that voice for the rest of the show, mostly. <laughs> all right. Everyone, welcome to the show for this week. This is uh, Podcast 408. It is October 28th, 2012, and that cool little intro there that uh, you just heard was made by our good friend Vartok. Beef chow, man. Ah, ooh, well, 
werewolves in London. I like that song. It's a lot of fun. And, of course, this was uh, episode number 408, the Halloween episode. And Rico covered An American Werewolf in London, the 1981 film. Quite fun. You have to go check it out if you haven't already. Werewolves of London again. Crow movies you never saw, and the writer of Lost's unsatisfying final episode comes a sort of prequel that doesn't use the best parts of the Alien franchise, Prometheus, a film whose first 30 minutes are mostly landscape shots, where two scientists are on a quest to find extraterrestrial life based on really flimsy evidence, a trillion dollar mission Manned by the worst crew in space. A lazy captain who leaves his crew to die. A stoner geologist with state-of-the-art computer maps, radio communication, mapping balls, and GPS. We are at 74014771. Why? Who still gets lost. An inconsistent biologist who is scared of a 2,000-year-old dead body. No, ship's good. But falls in love with a clearly dangerous alien snake. And an idiot woman who can only run in straight lines. A film with so much CGI, the visual effects department forgot to change anyone's heart rate. One man will achieve his lifelong dream of finding aliens, but somehow feels like a failure after only investigating for six hours. And one woman will give forced exposition. I can't create life. And will create life. You're pregnant. And get her uterus cut open, which will hurt a lot when standing, but not jumping, falling, or repelling. A film so forced, it attempts to connect to the Alien franchise by having someone drink a drop of black goo before impregnating the main character with a squid baby, which impregnates an engineer, which creates an alien that only kind of looks like the aliens in the real movies, even though they already showed a picture of the queen alien on a wall. An epic quest that has no answers or payoff to anything, like the green goo, the giant head statue, the disregard of evolution, this green crystal, the engineer's hatred of humans, the black goo, the black goo creating an eye worm, the black goo creating a zombie, the black goo dissolving an engineer, the reason why people in the holograms are running into a room full of black goo, David murdering someone for no reason, the engineers leaving ancient humans maps to their weapons facilities, and why it matters he was Vicar's dad. Father. Starring Numi Rapeface, Data, Dr. Manhattan, Black Oil from the X-Files, Charlie the Ron, Benjamin Button, and Super Vagina, Prometheus. God, please just stay away from Blade Runner. And we are back. Welcome, <laughs> one and all. Welcome, programs to Trex and Sci-Fi. 
and the return of the Alien Boys. I am your co-host, Brian Dunn, uh, and with me as always is my tremendous friend in all things Alien, Mr. Al Kessel. Hey guys, how you doing? And uh, Al and I thought we would just start you off there with a... Uh, an honest trailer review <laughs> of Prometheus. I had never seen that before. I just discovered it this morning. That was some funny stuff right there. Yeah. Of course, we always like having the Alien Boys on. Perhaps they will also do the sequel to this one. I don't know. You never know. It could happen. Well, up next was a DS9 six-season episode called Statistical probabilities Enrico covered that it was a great episode if you've ever watched that one you're going to want to listen to the podcast because it had a lot of really cool uh, comments and ideas that Rico had for us next up Chris was back in the saddle yet once again the most frequent co-host in all of Treks and Sci-Fi in the year 2012 along with his buddy Will they covered Star Trek comics and boy did they do a great job and then, episode number 412, I'm playing music from it right now, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Rico reviews the movie, and it is awesome. There were just so many really cool moments in that movie. I'd play just a little bit of the music for you. Then, after episode number 412 was number 413 on December 2nd. A very interesting episode with our good friend Jeff Job, Jedi Jeff from the forums. He came on and did a collectible podcast on collectibles that were affordable to the normal average person. And he covered some really neat collectibles. If you are looking... For something that you might you might want for a collection, or maybe you want something cool and sci-fi and geeky, well, listen to this podcast because Jeff had some very practical ideas with stuff that won't break your your pocketbook, uh, or your wallet won't fall out and go. What in the world did I just pay for? Is actually some very affordable collectibles and some really neat things. So, Jeff, that was a great great episode. Thank you for sharing that. That was number four. 13. Then, of course, the ever-famous and wonderful TOS episode, which I'm surprised was never covered before, but Rico covered Operation Annihilate. Remember that one? With the with the cool uh, silicone uh, monsters that uh, flew around in the air and made funny little uh, noises and landed on b- the backs of people and, and then, uh, you know, ran them. That was pretty cool, like the Puppet Masters. That was a great episode, I'm telling you. And Rico did an awesome job on it. And then to round things out, ladies and gentlemen, was our good buddy M5, Mark Daniels, back again. He did the Black Hole uh, episode way back at the beginning of 2012. And then he rounds us out here in 2012 with an excellent look at a movie I had never heard of before, Journey to the Far Side of the Sun. What's happening, everybody? This is Mark Daniels from the Great Pacific Northwest. I'm M5 on the Treks and Sci-Fi Forum, and I'll be your guest host this weekend. Today, I'm going to take a look at one of my favorite science fiction movies. It's the 1969 Jerry Anderson classic, Journey to the Far Side of the Sun. I know it's an old movie, but I like it. And I know some of you out there remember this movie and like it as well. But before I get into the movie, 
I'd like to thank Rico for giving me this opportunity to do another guest spot on his podcast. Thank you, Rico. You are the man. Right now, I'm going to play the main title theme to the movie. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some really good music. And I'll be back with some movie information, and then we'll get into the movie. good stuff there and of course mark does a great job as always i'm hoping that every single one of our guest hosts this year will come on back and do next year as well because you did an awesome job i have to say i I, i'll be honest i was skeptical skeptical if we were going to be able to pull this off and thought maybe perhaps uh, rico was just going to do an every other week podcast but i'm telling you what this family of cool, geeky people came through. And I, I have to say, I learned so much this last year in 2012. Great podcast, great information, and I think I'm a well, more well-rounded geek than I was before. Not that Rico didn't do a great job before, but it, it's just really cool to see everybody come together and keep putting out Treks and Sci-Fi. Seven years is a long time. 400 episodes is, is awesome. And, of course... The last episode of the year is this one, but 416 was Secret Santa, and it was a video. And Rico just did an awesome, awesome job. So thank you, Rico, for the great Treks and Sci-Fi podcast and for all that you do. You really are an incredible host and a gracious host at the forum, and we appreciate you a whole bunch. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you enjoyed that review of 2012. I'm Rick Moyer. You can always uh, leave a message for me on the forum or visit me over at StarTrekParodies.com. Thanks, everybody. Have a happy new year, and we'll see you in 2013. You've been listening to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast by Rico Dosti. If you'd like more information, visit the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast website at treksinsci-fi.com. Join up on the forums by visiting treksinsci-fi.com forward slash forum. Do you have a comment or suggestion you'd like to make for Rico and the rest of the gang? You can do so by emailing treksf at gmail.com. That's treksf at gmail.com. Happy New Year, everybody. 